this is what I look like right now. And this is who I am. And there's nothing wrong with that. This body created a human being. This body has stood on the top of the podium at the world championships. This body doesn't matter what it looks like. It matters what it can do. All right, all right, all right. We're doing our first podcast that is from comments from you guys. It is actually something, yeah, yeah, definitely something we would have talked about, but seems to be a very hot topic, and that is body image. Yeah, and I think that's, it's a wide topic, Um, and I think it's interesting to, like, as athletes and just, like, our journey through it because everybody struggles with it I have yet to encounter anybody that I know well enough to even have like talked about it that does not struggle about it and then it's interesting to see different ways that we deal with it and then different perspectives too because I think us being from Iceland too we sometimes do have a different perspective on it or a different norm a different norm yeah I think a different different norm. norm yeah but yeah I think you're right like I Honestly, didn't really realize um, until I got a little bit older how big this is, Mm -hmm. how many have this. Um, Mostly you hear from women and I think it's more common with women. But after we started sports, we started noticing and knowing it's so much in men as well. It's also in men. Yeah, Yeah. very much. Um, So yeah, just... In general, I feel like obviously there's always trends and like throughout our times, the ideal body image has developed and changed. I think it used to be like, if you're rich, then you're going to be a little bit bigger. So that used to be an attraction. In some cultures, it still is. You know, it just shows that you have wealth and you, you have abundance. Exactly. And then... In other places, it's completely different. And like you said, Iceland might be different from other countries. But I feel like things have changed a little bit with just magazines, social media. Like growing up, like when we were in gymnastics, it was very much like be very skinny, like be very thin. And that's what I always wanted to be. And especially as a gymnast, you wanted to be small. and You had to be light. I think now it's very much you want to be very healthy and fit and it's toned. I think that's what we are surrounded with. Yeah, and I think that's maybe where it comes into, like, Iceland comes into play. Yes. Honestly, like, I... um, Obviously, like you said, you maybe thought about these things when you were in gymnastics, but I I think I was very fortunate that I didn't really think about it that much. Because with the training that you did, you were just lean. Yeah. Um, I even remember my coach once I came home from, like, back to training after Easter break, and he, like, grabbed my stomach and he's like, what is this? what is this? Don't eat so much. And I was just like, <laughs> you thought it was funny. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. And I told my mom or something and I was laughing at it. She's like, okay, good. That's that she's just funny. brushing it off. Yeah. But like, that's not cool. And I started taking food with me to training because I was like, when my mom picked me up, I would just start crying because I was just out of energy. Like, four hours we were both training six days of the week four hours a day and yeah. I don't think you can gain a lot of fat uh when you're doing that so I started taking like banana or bagel and stuff with me to training and sneaking into a locker room to eat and my coach was just like once he caught me and he's like you're not allowed to do that I'm like okay 
So that's where I started like connecting maybe the two. Mm-hmm. But with being so active, I don't think I've ever really thought about it except for just like I've always had a six pack. And at a certain age, it wasn't cool to see the six pack through the dress or yeah. something. And then I'm like, now I'm done with gymnastics. Like, why doesn't this go away? Um, but then I think you just start or I've tried to appreciate what my body does for me. That's what we've, that's why I think we look at, and I do feel like it is changing a little bit, becoming more like you want to be healthy and we're starting to see more different body types. Yes. Um, as I well, finally. Yes in our sport like there isn't a certain body type that you have to be to be successful in our sport exactly so i think that's huge yeah so it's more what you can do and the other doesn't matter yeah but you felt this a little bit growing up i felt that a lot growing up like i have probably from the age of nine i remember probably when i was like nine i remember wanting to be smaller and, like, I think it was just both that I was tall. Like, I've always had a very strong build. Um, always been very lean. But, like, as a kid, like, you don't know the difference. I was just a head taller than, A, all of my best friends. I was just in a small friend group. And I was in gymnastics. And the best in gymnastics were always small. So I was sure. just, like, remember feeling that, like, I had this just longing of being smaller. And you can't change that. Like, I... I grew fast and um yeah so probably from the age of nine like I remember like dieting from the age of 11 like wow yes it's so young and I like look at little like whatever six nine 11 year olds and I'm like no you're not supposed to be thinking of that like it's so insane um and I remember, like, my parents always just wanted me to, like, eat and be strong. And my mom was always very aware of it. Like, I remember her going to the gymnastics coaches and being like, we need them to have, like, nutrition advice. She needs to know that she needs to eat because I was vocal about it. I would always be like, or my mom would notice that I was, like, eating less or watching what I was eating. I remember being on, like, vacation my dad, like, like, why wouldn't I have a slice of bread? And that's literally from the time that I was, like, 11. So Jesus. that's insane. Yeah. That's insane. It was so young. And I think I was also, like, I had Romanian coaches at the time. And if you looked at the Romanian gymnasts, like, American gymnasts are now strong. And, like, the Russian gymnasts were also strong. But the Romanian ones were always very more, like, artistic and, like, slender. And they relied on, like, a light body weight. And I think that's just the method that, like, my coaches came in. And it was always, like, needing to lose weight, like, needing to eat less. And when I got those comments that you got, and that's why I'm so impressed. And I think I've said this to you so many times of, like, I just want to, like, if I have a daughter, like, I want her to, like, react and have the same mindset as you. Like, I loved that you could laugh at it, that you were just like, oh, he's just so funny. Like, I really (laughs) took that personally. Like, I think also because it was probably an insecurity that I was bigger. Yeah. That, like... Then it hits different Then it hits different. And I was like, oh, so I was always, like, on edge with how much bigger I was or how much more I would have weighed and, like, I look back at photos and, like, I'm so lean. You know, I am taller and I I have my, like, big – I have Viking bones. I just <laughs> big always – bones. Big bones. Yes. Um, but that's something that I think has, like, stuck with me for a long time and, like, took so long to change. And 
um, CrossFit is like, I've had my fair share of body image issues and, but like, still, I'm still learning. Like, I still think this topic is, is extremely uncomfortable because I feel like I'm talking very publicly about something that like, I don't have under control. Like I, it's something that like, I don't want to talk about in a sense of like, I have this figured out or like, I know this, I don't, I'm just in a certain place with it. And I feel like I, I'm in the best place that I have ever been with it, but I'm still learning and I'm still moving through it and still figuring out how to whatever, adapt to it. But through CrossFit very much started to teach me that like it's what my body can do and to respect it and to treat it well because there's so much that we demand of our bodies, so much. And what we both put it through it needs to be fueled and that's been a long long journey I don't know where we want to start this but like that's been a long journey through at least my career of like ebbs and flows and something that I think has really held me back in my career is putting so much pressure on the way that I look versus the way that my body is just performing yeah, as athletes and as professional athletes, that should be number one, two, and one hundred and fifty-seven. But it's really hard to say it, right? Yes, because it's easy to say, hard it, to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's so easy to say, but harder to live by in. Yeah, but it's something that I have maybe I've just been so fortunate. Yes, that I don't think too much about it. I even laugh at it when I feel like I've gained a little bit. I'm just like. Yeah, storage. I gotta grow now, get stronger now, or whatever. Like I'd rather just, yeah. I've Um, always looked up to you, and that a how you can laugh at it and look at it, and it's so normal to you, and how you can treat your body and your relationship with food. It's so I've always perceived it as extremely healthy. Thank you. I do think that it has been healthy. I don't think I've ever had issues with eating. I think as a kid, my issues with eating was I tend to talk too much and then I just forgot <laughs> to eat. And But then I'll call my mom like super proud. I'm like, I ate two sandwiches today. Aww. Like just making sure that I was eating. And my mom was more on top of it. Like I didn't have my, I didn't have my period until I was 17 years old. I was just skinny yeah. and didn't have enough. So like when I quit gymnastics around 15, I started growing, so I didn't, like, start gaining too much weight. I just grew and grew, and then all of a sudden, I was just like, okay, I need to be eating more, like, for my body to be functioning properly. Yeah. Um, But obviously, there's still insecurities mm-hmm. that I've had, even though it's not maybe this. There are other things. You're, I think most of us find something that we want better. Yeah. We're, it's ridiculous how we are wired that way. Um, but I think my biggest ones have probably just come after being pregnant and that's where I, I'm not going to say like finally had a bigger struggle. I've had my struggles, but thankfully not as bad as many others that I've learned about, um, because it has been about just me fueling because I want to be better and perform better. And then I know game time, I'll be ready, uh, looking however I will look. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've loved about it as well, seeing the different body types. But I 
after having Freya, like obviously I had more skin and more loose and my belly sticks out even more. I've always had like a sticking out abdominal abdominals, but that's just who I am. Yeah. Uh, and I've kind of just taken it and, but there, I still remember so vividly, we were shooting a commercial for Daughter Audio and it was in a swimming pool and this was like November, December mm-hmm. and I have Freya in August and it took me a very long time to recover properly and I still had like sticking out a little bit. I felt really white and... I was like, I'm so uncomfortable. I don't want to be jumping in a swimming pool. I have, like, more cellulite and things on my legs than I've had before. I just, like, don't feel comfortable like this. And and I was like, I remember being in the bathroom when I was, like, about to start crying. And then I'm like, all right, this is ridiculous because you keep on telling other people, your girlfriends, your mom, like, your friends and people on social media this is who you are and after having a kid like I thought it was ridiculous that my girlfriends didn't want to go to the pool after having their children and maybe missed out on so many things with their children because they didn't want to wear a bikini or swimming suit or whatever it was and I was like now it's your turn to live by your words and I felt like I was taking the power away once again by doing that. Like, it means so much more to do something than to say something. Like we said, it's so easy to say these things, but it's harder to do them. But by embracing it and jumping in and, yeah, we're shooting for a commercial, but this is what I look like right now and this is who I am and there's nothing wrong with that. This body created a human being this body has stood on the top of the podium at the world championships this body doesn't matter what it looks like it matters what it can do yeah and i wanted to stick to it and -hmm. live by it it doesn't mean that it hasn't been hard and i have talked about it as well when people still ask me if i'm pregnant or whatever and um maybe comment on especially is my belly button that bothers me I feel like I've kind of taken it away, like the power, because I've, I talked about it, talk about it. it, I wear sports press, I'm not going to have it stop me because it's a part of who I am now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that it sometimes doesn't sting when someone needs to comment on it or talk about it. But then I just let those feelings come and go. I'm not going to let those feelings affect me. If yeah. you're not in the arena with me, it's not yours to say something about my body. Mm-hmm. So... But it is one of these things that I feel like is so important that people start appreciating what they have. Yeah. And not always want for something else. I'm not saying that you're not allowed to want to lose weight or get stronger. You can have different goals. But don't forget yourself in the process. Also, let yourself live and enjoy and appreciate your body as it is. I think one of the biggest mistakes is connecting the two of like the way that you look and the way that you feel. Yes. I think that's the biggest mistake. And I think that's like a, a pitfall that even I fell into was like, I feel like for me that I've 
to be ready to compete at the CrossFit Games. When I'm fit, I needed to be a certain leanness. And there isn't, that line isn't linear. So I think that's the same of like, I encourage everybody to feel healthier and fitter. And for some, that might be losing weight. Or for some, that might be gaining muscle mass. It's so different for everybody. But I think we can all strive for the same goal of feeling a certain way and feeling healthier. Yes. And that's been a big thing that I've been trying to rupture is that I don't need to be leaner to be fitter. I need to be fitter to be fitter. And sometimes being leaner, you don't have enough storage. Like the CrossFit Games is a five-day brutal competition. Like what's going to happen on Saturday night or Sunday when your storage, you have nothing to just like hold on to anymore. Exactly. And I think that's just like, and even through the year, I think I remember like the toughest things or like the toughest period or that led me into my toughest period was more like after I won the games, after I got the title fittest on earth. Yes. And then you start associating with, so our bodies go through ebbs and flows through the season and it has to because games training, you have to be so fit. You're running so much. You're doing so much volume. It's really hard to keep body weight on and you are leaner. So when you're at the games, there's these photos of you. Normally you're jacked on the floor because you were pumped because of a workout. You're very lean and that's what people associate you with. You're ripped. And then you you have to put body weight back on. You're taking a month off after the game. Your body needs to recover. Your mind needs to recover. To give You've it been recovery. so, and I used to be a, like way more restrictive too. So I hadn't eaten, like you always kept in your candy days. I took them out before the games and not saying that that's right or wrong. You, you need to be fueling. But so after the games, I was so excited to just like have my ice cream or have my candy or something. And I always did put on weight after the games. And then you get back into your routine and your rhythm and your your body just goes through these flows. And I started thinking that that was not okay. I started feeling the pressure of being the fittest on earth and how should the fittest on earth look? I think that's the danger. How should yes. the fittest on earth look? And I again, talking about the different body types now of like the podium isn't all small or all big. It's... It's a variety of body types, and I think that's so great for the sport and everybody, but that is what I was associating with of, like, I should look a certain way, and I was so scared that people would see me and be like, ooh, like, that's not what the fittest on earth should look like, and I know that's not what anybody had said to me. That was my own perception, but that's enough for me. But imagine the role model that you are, though. You're the fittest on earth. Yeah. And what should the fittest on earth look like? Yeah. It's you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you gain weight or not. That's how the fittest on earth is supposed to look like. You're the the fittest on earth. Yeah. So I think that's the important part. And that's the message that we are sending. Yes. Very much. And I also do feel like, so this is 2015, 16, 17. I even feel like... um, I do feel like the field was very lean. Like I feel like a lot of the top of the sports were very lean. And I think that was a sought after look, if that makes sense. Mm. And I feel like, and this is just, maybe this is my own journey, but I even remember like I was so restrictive with hitting my exact macros and not going, I like, I wouldn't go under, but I wouldn't go over either. And that's something that, like, 
it was a really tough adjustment for me to, I was very like controlled by my macros, if that makes sense. Yes. And now that I look back, it was hard for me to not do it because I also felt out of control. Like if it was a normal meal and I'd be like, I kind of freak out about it because I just didn't know the exact breakdown of carbs, protein and fats. Yeah. You know, and that freaked me out. So that was... it doesn't have to be so No, I don't have to know exactly either. I just have to feel my body. And the same, if I would finish... My macros don't know my training. My macros don't know my metabolism that day or that period. They don't know where I am in my cycle. Like my macros don't know those things. And if I finish a grueling day, what if I had run intervals and lifting and a macron and I finished it with a zone two? That is a massive day. And if I don't fuel to recover, I was only breaking my body down. And if my body is hungry after finishing my macros, I think my body knows better. And that was the toughest thing that, I need to listen to my body and it's asking for more food. So actually fueling what I was doing yeah, rather than having it be like trying to survive on what I had decided were... What you decided yes. to give your body. So that, I think you are right though. At that period, yes, I feel like it was also a lot of talk. Everybody, um, it was kind of like embarrassing if you weren't doing your macros. You're like kind of lazy. Oh, I didn't feel like that. Oh, I feel like that was the perception. I felt like I got judged for it. That's what I'm saying. Like, feel like you're getting judged for that. Yeah. Whereas, like, do you... Then it's like, oh, are you not trying as much as everyone else? I'm like, Like, you know what? And I have been following my macros, and I'm not saying I do do that. Uh, I follow RP, and it taught me so much. Jeez, it taught me a lot. Because I just was under-fueling during the day. Um... But it was also suffocating if I had to do it year long. Like you have to have that off, like you said, where you can just listen to your body and fuel as you feel. Uh, For me, it was probably, and I think honestly, I think for most athletes, they're under fueling. I think for most women, we're just not fueling quite correctly, maybe not getting enough protein. And then we're feeling hungry and snacky in the evenings. I do think that a lot of women are underfueling. Um, most athletes, I think, are in low deficit when it comes to calories. But I feel like around that period, it was also a lot of talk about yeah. nutrition, which is great. Yes. But and I learned someone so much. went out and said, and this, this um, hit me pretty hard. I got really upset about this. But someone went out and said that all women competing at the CrossFit Games had to have body uh, fat percentage under 12%. Mm -hmm. And all men like under 8 or 6% or something. I don't remember the exact number there. And it made me pissed. Because saying that, I like it gets my heart pumping right now. Because I feel like it's so wrong. I am not under 12%. And no, I have one spin under 12%. And that was before I started CrossFit. Yeah. And that's when my period, I stopped having my period. My system was messed up. I was too lean. I didn't have enough energy. Like, I think it's so dangerous to put these numbers out there because we also all have different body types. We all need different things. Some athletes are just lean. Yeah. They're just lean, have very high metabolism, while others function just better with a little bit yeah. more weight. And I think the best, like the one that has 
honestly helped me so much with shifting my perspective on this and is like a living proof is Matt Fraser. Yes. And again, like he always, he was just like, look at me compared to the field. And again, look at Matt. He is in such great shape, yeah. five times world champion. And you not an ounce of like fat on him, but he was never the leanest and never the most ripped. And he did that on purpose. And he was like, I always fueled. And he was like, I always wanted the reserves. And he could always feel if he dipped below that, he was like, yeah, my gymnastics felt a little bit better, but I had aches, I had pains, I wasn't recovering as much, the lifting was worse, and you can't survive a five-day brutal week at the CrossFit Games. And he's shifted my perspective so much on that and helped me so much. He always has these like wishes that I just like put on more weight. And then I, I almost feel like I'm just like making him happy if I'm just like I'm gonna putting make on Matt happy yes. and I'm going to eat yes. this. So that's been a great like shift or perspective for me too. But that is also true that like during that period of time, like there were so many of us that were just very, very lean. I did not get my period through the whole year. I always got it after the games. Like once I'd taken like a month off, I'd get it. And then I'd get so lean again that I didn't have it. And that's like, that's not, I honestly, and during that period of time, didn't mind it. Cause I was like, oh, it's just kind of nice to skip your period. But now thinking about it and for your hormonal health and for your fertility in the future it's just also what does it tell you yes like what is your body telling you at that yes. point i'm not criticizing anyone that doesn't have their period but as a you human being to, like though. you want your system to be working Healthy and, and if, if you're not having your period it most likely means that you're not your body yeah. is on reserve it's, it's not getting something. enough yes yeah. so and i know there can be multiple of reasons for that of so course. i don't want to we're now comp- like we're keeping it strictly to leanness. So there's yes. going to be multiple of reasons. Um, but something that I have been loving and the newer trend, which I feel like is fueling for performance. Yes. I feel like the newest things, everybody has rice cakes and rice and remember to eat your carbs. And it's like, hell yeah. And I don't feel like the trend is, there isn't so much of like, you have to be this lean to be considered to be like, look like you could win like no you just have to be strong and you have to be fit and you have to be good at your sport and I'm loving that I'm feeling that shift I feel like there's a shift yes. I agree with you but as you can tell it's everywhere professional athletes normal human beings and I do think I'm not social media is amazing in many ways And also, I think what we need to keep in mind is that a lot on social media is also not real. It's filters, it's people at their best, feeling their best. I was actually... The best angle. Yes, We get five photos and of course I picked the best one. Yeah. Jeez, my apps look good in that one. But they probably didn't in the one where I was twisting a little bit different. Exactly. We picked the best ones. Breathing in and like whatever. And like you said, like us competing at the games. Exhaling actually. Exhaling makes your apps look phenomenal. Yes. So not (laughs) using the one breathing in. (laughs) No, I actually, I just saw like a YouTube short or something where it was this actress and she was talking about just like, oh, like pictures where she looked amazing it's like you're seeing us at our very very best when we're walking the red carpet when I'm done with the red carpet I get to the car the clothes go off and the nighties come on and the hair goes down like it is we can't put ourselves to that pedestal that we're supposed to look like that every day 
of the year because it's not normal. No. It's not what it's supposed to be like. You're supposed to be just you, how you feel good. Like, I think... I think we need to just remember that and be aware of that and know that there are, most people are going to have some issues. Like we said, not just women, also men. We've heard from multiple men that they're yeah. thinking about like what they're, they're eating, what they look like, they wanna, how their six pack is. or They want to do, and here's another thing for the sport. They want to do more. And I found myself doing this too. You're like, I need to do more cardio. I need to do more cardio to keep your leanness down. Whereas like, what do you really need to do to get better? Yeah, no, I thought that another... was, we've been hearing also more of this. I yeah. think that's really cool that girls are starting to share this because they realize that it's maybe not right. But I remember this from you, like training with Kat. She's like, oh, you want to just do one more sweat piece? And I'm like- I always call them sweat pieces. No, Kat, because I'm done with my training. And if I do more, then I might be just digging a hole and not recover for tomorrow. So no, I will not do one more sweat piece with you. I'm always down for one more sweat Kat piece. Kat was always like, one more sweat yeah. piece. But it is like, again, that's the, the dangerous association yes. with connecting leanness to fitness we're trying to be the fittest in the world and within that word there's so much there is the general breathing fitness and there's your cardio there is your endurance there's your speed there's your power there's your strength there's your coordination there's your gymnastics there's so much within that and that word has to encompass all of that and that's so much more than how you look and yeah. that's such a dangerous guiding point or guiding light to have to believe yes. that that is the way yes. that it is yeah i think also just for normal people yeah i think the more that we share reality the more that we talk openly about it the more than we i'm not saying that you need to share things that are uncomfortable for you to share definitely not but look at yourself maybe more often and then you start being more okay with it and more normal with it and the more often we see real things the more okay real things are doesn't this sound stupid though that i'm saying that real things are like not the norm but that should be the norm yeah right yeah it's like i love seeing some of those imperfection yeah because we're human beings so we're not perfect we're not supposed to be perfect yeah have you like seen, what is perfect have you seen the post that my sister does so my sister works out a lot and she also she has two girls um and she'll post like she she did bodybuilding so she also knows the poses and she'll oh yes so, she'll she'll be wearing a sports bra and like a high-waisted um leggings and she'll do a pose and she's just all toned and chiseled and then the next post I love when she does that she'll just like change her posing pull like so it's not high-waisted but low-waisted anymore and just be like this is two seconds later and then she has her stretch marks and it isn't all like all in a perfect place she still looks amazing and she just calls it they're like her battle scars she's like these yes. are my girls and this is my body and yeah I showed you a perfect pose but here's also a real one you know, and both of those are me and both of those are beautiful. And I love how like we've talked about this too. And we just did of like how when you're like, this is me, it takes the pressure off of things. Exactly. And honestly, this is something that helps me a lot of like when I like when I feel the best about myself and I'm just like, 
when I just wear shorts and a sports bra, leggings and a sports bra, I just like don't, nothing's in my way. I feel very athletic. I feel very like quick and light and just like that's how I like being as an athlete the best. Yes. But when I'm feeling insecure, I don't want to take my shirt off. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm just going to keep my shirt on. And then I actually started like, and this was the start of my like, getting over this and like moving through this well is like I am going to take my shirt off if I'm not feeling good about myself today I'm going to take my shirt off and instead of thinking like oh my god are they gonna like think I gained weight or I don't look good today I'm like this is me that's exactly what I did after having Freya it's like you You know know what what? this This is me. me yeah and it takes all of the at least I feel like both of us are feeling that it just takes the pressure or like the it's almost just like saying it. It takes the power away from it. It takes yeah. the power away from anybody thinking something. It's like, yep, this is me. And I'm not saying that you have to do no. this. But this is something that we did. What I'm saying is I think it might help you if you do this at home, even alone in front of the mirror and just like, this, this is, is me. me. And don't judge it. Try yeah. to find things that you love about your body and say those out loud yeah. as well. It's really interesting. Like those, for example, the comments, you might get, thousand positive comments and then you have a handful negative ones in there but somehow you get drawn to the negative ones I think it's maybe something in our survival instinct like a threat or whatever we find the threat and we need to eliminate it um obviously it's not real threat but I think if you teach your mind to see the good things you'll start noticing those as well and then maybe you stop seeing the things that bother you and start seeing them as just a part of yeah. you. I think also that's so true. And it just is. And I think as long as, so here's another like a controversial thing to this too. Like as long as I understand, and this is if I'm unhappy with myself because of I'm not happy with how I've been training or how I've been eating or how I've been sleeping. That's okay. You don't have to be happy. If your habits haven't been good, you shouldn't be happy. But if you are treating yourself well, if you're sleeping well, if you're eating well, if you are working out and you're moving your body, that's when you should be happy and proud of yourself. If you did something good for yourself today, you should be happy. But at the same time, I... I'm at least, I'm very okay with not being happy with yourself if you've not been treating yourself well. Yeah, you of want, course. You should want good things for yourself. So I think that's also where there's like a fine line, like treat yourself well and make yourself proud. And that's when like, that's when you should be happy with your body. That's when you should look at it. And you, you did go and move today. You did make good food choices today. You should look at your body and be like, thank you for doing this for me in return and I do that for you. Yeah. Like that's like a a, f- a fair trade. <laughs> <laughs> a fair trade. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is something that needs to be talked about more. Yeah. And people are, like you said, you're even like a little bit uncomfortable oh, to yeah. talk about it because you still feel like you sometimes are thinking about it or so closely have been thinking about it. But that's why I think it's so important to talk about Mm -hmm. it and saying that like we, at least for me, I always feel so much better knowing that I'm not alone. Yeah. And that there are more people out there that have similar feelings. Very much. And there's nothing wrong with having those feelings or thoughts. 
just don't let them control you. Yeah. It's just such, it's so unfair to have them control you. Like, because they're not true. Because I remember, like, let's go back to 2017. I was so light and so, there was not an ounce of body fat on me, but I didn't feel good about myself. So there's no direct correlation no, exactly. between. So that's made up in my head. And how unfair, how much time I spent worrying about that for that wasn't even the truth, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, so like, 100%. And again, then you might be today, we might be unhappy with ourselves and then in 10 years look back and live, there's no reason for it. So why are we yeah. wasting time being unhappy with ourselves? I, I just don't think it's, the tr- it's our reality because we're feeling it, but yes. I don't think it's the truth. And I think that's where there needs to be like, once you can find your own distinction between that and rupture that, it's like, it's so freeing because you're like, why? There's, we have such limited time on this earth and like so much of, honestly, Brooks has helped me so much, like him not even knowing it has helped me so much with it. Cause I'm like, there's such, I feel like it's, stupid thoughts it, I should maybe word it that way but like for myself I say that to myself that it's stupid if I'm like feeling insecure about my body or feeling like I'm feeling like I'm fat today you know like it's so silly those are yes. silly thoughts and when I have the person that I love the most in the entire like world in front of me and for so long we were doing long distance and maybe we only had this week together I did like I appreciated each moment and each time so much so whenever I was having stupid thoughts about that or what we had or went out for dinner and instead of feeling guilty about it, I'm like, I am not going to waste a night with him feeling guilty about that. And I was able to like, no, like this does not get to take our night away. Or like, I only, we have these days together and I wanted to maximize them and those thoughts don't do that. So those need to leave. So it's going to be news to him how much he's been helping me through this without <laughs> just be him being him. But still, it's like we have such limited time on this earth and these thoughts are probably not true. Exactly. So no one do... else is going yes. to be thinking that. Believe me, most people are way too concerned <laughs> with themselves yes. to ever be thinking that about you. Yes. I think that's one thing to remember. Another thing is like, yes, you can want changes for yourself and you can have goals or whatever that is. But I think it's also so important that you're not wasting. Let's say that you want to lose five kilos, Mm -hmm. 20 kilos, and gain muscle within. Like, don't waste your year or two on it, though. Breaking your... Make it up up building. That's an Icelandic word that I just made up. It's a very Icelandic word. I love it. But, like, yes, yes, still, like, enjoy living. Don't break yourself down in the process. Exactly. I think that's the key difference of, like, you can have certain goals and you can want better for yourself, but make them be productive and better for yourself. Don't break yourself down that you haven't lost those three kilos, but you have lost two. Like, be happy about the two then. Yeah, and also in the process, just, like, enjoy training, enjoy eating, because you still should be eating. You shouldn't just be, like... It shouldn't be a phase. No, exactly. And you shouldn't be in pain going through it and be depressed about the whole situation and feel bad about Mm -hmm. yourselves. Like, you know what? You're still beautiful. No matter how you want to look later on, you're still beautiful as you are right now. Yeah. You can still have goals. But, and it's so easy to say. And I know that. That's why I try to live by it. But 
obviously I can't put myself in everyone's situation. All I'm saying is I think everyone has something, some goal, something that they want to do. But just remember to still live. I've seen too many people around me that are in the other situation where it's just like consuming your soul. Mm -hmm. Just still love yourself. Yeah. And if you think about it too, like think about the people that you love the most in this universe. Yes. Think Think about what you would tell them. Yeah. And love yourself that way too. And also think about all the different body types. Have you ever thought about how they look ever like never you just love them for who they are and they are who they are and it's like how can we be so destructive to ourselves yes yes and how much it would hurt you if you knew what they were thinking about themselves if that's like how you've exactly I've thought that of like how I've thought about myself like you would think that or my sister I'm like it breaks my heart yeah. And I just, I love you so much for who you are. And I'm not thinking about those little things that we're breaking ourselves down for. We think that matters so much. Exactly. Sometimes I've even said things about myself out loud to Frederick. And he's been like, so mad at me. <laughs> like, like so mad at me. And I'm like, shit, no, you're right. I'll be pissed at you if you would ever say something like that about yourself. Yeah. Like, thank you for pointing that out. Yeah. And I'm moving on. Yeah. That was... I take that that back. That was not nice. I'm going to say something nice about myself (laughs) right now. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. I I have a feeling that we're going to talk about this another another day as well. This one was pretty unplanned and unprepped. Yeah. Something that was asked about a lot. Just from our point of view. This is our journey and... Yes. And please put in comments anything you want to anything you want to share because I feel like this is a topic that I would love to talk with more people about. Yeah, yeah. There, I think there are so many people that I'd love to to bring in and talk about too. Like everybody has, and this is the crazy and this is the sad part. I feel like everybody has something, and they're like, a, it's beautiful in a way that we all get to relate, and it's also so sad because why are we so consumed by? this yes and And as children I think because we talked a little bit about children just to finish it off with um obviously something that I've also thought about with Freya now I'm just like eat more food Mm -hmm. (laughs) like grow fuel well and obviously I'm thinking a lot about the food that she's eating as well and I'm like macros obviously that's not always perfect many days she only wants to eat carbs and then only wants to eat protein and it's like i can't control that yeah it's probably what her body needs <laughs> in that moment i just make sure it's always on her plane yeah um but i think it's so important to you're we're controlling what we're fueling our kids with right obviously they get something in kindergarten and school or whatever but we control the breakfast we control the dinner and i I am so grateful for my mom never having talked about dieting Mm. or anything like that. It was, I even know my brother gained a lot of weight a couple of summers when he went like out in the country and was just with my grandparents or whatever. He he has a sweet tooth. And when he came back, it's like, okay, now my parents just, they never had crackers. They never had candy in the cabinets. We had candy days on Saturdays. And then... They just gave us healthy food and we were always allowed to eat as much healthy food as we wanted to. I really don't think that you're going to gain a lot of weight if you just eat healthy food. We need that. So 
it was never like you're going on a diet now. It was just like, all right, now him with. we're just eating this yeah. kind of food. Yeah. And they never talked about it either. I just talked to my mom later about yeah. those things. And I never even noticed them as a kid because yeah. you just eat what's in front of you. So it's like, I think that's so important. Never like talk about those things it's so to your children. And I yeah. will be so careful. I'm going to try to be so careful. I'm never going to say something negative about myself in front of Freya. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to try to do it in general. But like, we are also the living examples. If we're like, oh my God, I look so fat in this. And the kid's like, wait, what, fat? Yeah. Do I need to be thinking about that? Mm-hmm. So like, it makes me even more conscious about it. Yeah. What words we want to use. Yeah. And eating healthier fueling. I'm with Freya, like, you need to eat this so you get big and strong. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's no better example than how you live. Like, you can say all these things, but she's always going to observe the way that you live. And that's so powerful. And I think that's a, in general, and whether it's business, whether it's a team or your family, that's like the most powerful way of leading, of of leadership. Yeah, that is by action. Yes. Exactly. But not judging anyone here. I'm just throwing it in there of something that I am trying to be and will be conscious of is that. Yeah. And again, like if somebody does that, it's I I don't think nobody means ill by it. I think it's just a a lack of awareness. I think it's lack of awareness and also just the society that we live in. Yes. Like what we are seeing around us. Yeah, and I'm sure we're doing a gazillion things still wrong. Oh, absolutely. And I hope that one day we get awareness of that too. It's just yeah. like a, a continual <laughs> process of learning, which is, is so exciting and so fun. And like, it's so funny that you always feel like you're figuring things out. Like, I'm always like, ah, yeah. Like, I'm I feel like I'm out. always learning. But then like, that, I was saying that last year and two years ago and 10 years ago I was learning so much. And in 10 years, I'm still going to be like, I'm just so like, ah, I, I figured it out. So like, I hope that's life and I hope we're continuing learning and it's going to be boring if you finally figure it out, you know? Yes. But we're made to be like that. <laughs> All right. Oh. Please drop in comments if there's anything special you want to add to this. Like, yeah. honestly. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening. Like and subscribe. Below. Annie's got it. But yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> Until next time.